Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. And welcome to Theater Thoughts. Theater Thoughts. I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kira Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. Talking about things, all things theater, education, and the performing arts. So let's get into some theater, theater thoughts. thoughts. Um, so we brought it up at the beginning of the phone call, but it is fall. Happy fall, y'all. Fall. Um, it doesn't feel like fall yet. Yesterday it's still was very far hot. too warm. Were you like, sweating like, at the game yesterday? Kira was at the not, CU football. Game. I was at the CU USC game yesterday. Um, no. But, like, it was definitely warm. And, like, even in the morning, I thought it was going to be a lot colder than it was. It was a little chilly until the sun got a little bit higher up in the sky. But, like, not near as, like, chilly in the morning, chilly in the day as you would expect it to be kind right. of by the beginning of October now, right? Right. Um, We're in October. I'm, and it I'm should be so cooler. ready. I'm so ready to bust out my sweaters and, like. So talk me through all your favorite things. things about fall. What so Ooh. sweaters are the first part. The the like I, the yes. coziness I of like love, long I love I love sweaters. And um I am a huge pumpkin girl. Like I am so sorry. I'm as basic as it comes when it comes to like pumpkin flavored coffee and like pumpkin bread and muffins and pumpkin beer. And like, literally you mm. have a pumpkin on the label. I will fucking buy it. Like, I'm sorry. That's just. You're the demographic that they're writing to. <laughs> Absolutely. I literally am like in the store. I'm like pumpkin flavored iced coffee. Yes, please. <laughs> like. It, it is orange. It has it on the, yeah. Mm -hmm. As someone who's it. lived with you through a couple falls, yes. you're bake, you, you bake in the summer, but it, we're mm -hmm. also busy in the summer and then school starts and all of that. You really get into the baking. Oh. You're baking a uh, season opener is here in the fall. And then yes. in the winter it's over as in like, yeah. you're baking all the time, but yeah. we get a lot of fall goodies. Yes. What do well, you like it's... making in the fall? Pumpkin bread? It uh, um, I'm partial to pumpkin muffins over bread, mm, personally. She like a muffin. Um, my mom has a really awesome pumpkin muffin recipe, so I just like using hers. Um, that's always a staple. They're just like so good, so spicy, and like the not yeah. like hot mm -hmm. sense, but like yeah, very like nutmeggy it's like and spice. like clove spice and cinnamon. Y. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like like trying new things like I like making um like a like a crumble or like a like a, a what are those called cobbler oh like I a like, peach I cobbler like, mm -hmm. I don't like peaches but like peach cobbler there's something about it What's where the I'm cinnamon like, and the it's all the spice again it's the cinnamon and the yeah. nutmeg and the clove yeah. and all of that mm. well I mean the colder weather just lends itself to baking more because like turning on your oven that's also in the true. summer is just not the vibe. It's already right. hot. You don't want your house to be hotter than it needs to be. Um, so yeah, I definitely reach peak Great British Bake Off um in the fall winter season. Honestly, what about you? Iconic. Favorite favorite fall activities? I am impartial to like the world. So like um the leaves changing and mm. the 
the corn mazes and the the pumpkin carving and the like events the, the events environment and the activities the environment like we are so lucky that we live in Colorado where it's like a big difference when it's fall because of the leaves mm-hmm. changing and and you drive up into the mountains and that's the case and um it also feels in no way because we are absolute lunatics um in no way do our lives get slower during these months but it no. feels that way a little bit because it's less like we're constantly outside doing a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. um and so we're just inside doing a bunch yeah um, but I do love the activities I do I do um, as well also happy opening oh <laughs> it's thank your you. opening night when this episode airs uh, yes yeah. um yeah. how do you feel good um I I challenged myself in a lot of different ways with this production, um, which I think was really cool to be able to feel like I could do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a show with uh, arguably longer dialogue than I have mm-hmm. done in the the yep. couple of shows I've done prior, where lines for characters are maybe a couple sentences long, and like in this play, there's like monologues yeah, for absolutely. characters. Um, so that has been that was a nice way to challenge me and my students. Um, I also did a lot more tech stuff this time around yeah. um, in terms of like having a vision and then um, recruiting the right people to help me execute that because I don't that's not a skill set that I inherently have myself. Um, but I am trying to learn while also not feeling like I'm trying to do too much. So it was really nice to feel like I had my hand in that uh but also I was not fully in charge or responsible for doing that. I, Absolutely. you know, I, I was handling the logistics, the getting the materials, yeah. getting the materials to my school, um, making sure that we had everything when we needed to, um, in order to make those builds successful. And then having a really awesome support system of my cousin, um, who did tech theater in high school, shout out to Tyler. Um, he helped me a bunch in terms of like planning, what did I need, making cool. sure that, you know, um, if I wanted to make it this big, this tall, Here's the exact materials you need to buy, um, the exact amounts, which was super helpful. And then him and another dad of um, my program were uh, the overseers of the building. Um, And they were really awesome in letting the kids do a lot of it, Um, but also, you know, still being there to guide and to to help and to step in when they needed to in order to get that stuff done. So that was really cool. The kids are like ecstatic they get to stand up on their little platform and they feel so cool so that's that's you know at the end of the day it it, it's all been worth it so yeah very very excited to to get to share it with everyone that's you know ultimately why we do what we do it's it's not for us it's it's for those students and for those parents that you know get to see their kids you know having a blast doing something that they either already loved or maybe they found a new thing that they really enjoy which is is really cool really cool yeah part of Cool. Speaking of opening weekends, we have an interview this week interviewing someone so incredibly close with us. Um, We have known her for quite a few years now, who has become deeply ingrained um, as a theater thought um, in our life. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, and those who have yet to make up their mind, please (laughs) give a round of applause for the one and only Red White. Hello. Hey. How's it <laughs> Thank going? Thank you for those kind words. <laughs> no problem. I would never say them to your face, just behind your back. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. 
Um, Red, we are so excited to have you on here. Um, I know the three of us have been talking about this conversation. Um, and half the time theater thoughts is based on um just random stupid thoughts. And the mm -hmm. other time we try to find value in it. And so we were like, oh, we can't just sit there and just like talk shit with our friend Red for an hour, which we very well could, but we could, 100%. Um, but we were trying to find like, where is there some like logical reasoning um, as to what value we can talk about? Um, and so we were going to talk today about um, theater friends, theater education friends, mm -hmm. having a support system. Um, well, and also like the fact that all three of us are so early in our teaching career, mm -hmm. but also have a ton of experience. Yeah. Um, and kind of what navigating that aspect of it in terms of being like, I know what I'm talking about. I know I've only been like in the industry, like a theater educator for two, four, five years. Right. But like, I've been doing this a lot longer than actually two, five, you know, years or whatever. Um, so kind of talking about what that's like as well. Um, I know we wanted to get some of your thoughts on, you know, being a, a young theater educator uh, and what that's like. So let's yeah. start from the beginning. What made you want to go into theater education? Um, yeah, I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, okay. I would take like graded papers that like I got back from teachers as a kid and like take a red pen and like be in my room pretending that I had students in my room. I'm dead. Like that was the start of like teaching I think is for me that um, is so cute I love that so <laughs> I had like my little bears and like they all had paper I just loved great and it would be like fake grading I would just like write so yeah so yeah. that was little red just doing her thing and then it wasn't till high school I had the best theater teacher named Miss Strange we just called her Strange um and she I just a community in her program and I was like this is so cool. Like she has created this safe space for so many people. It's where I met my closest friends and it made me have a home in high school, even though I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. And it was just weird. Like all my friends were seniors and kept graduating. But then I was that senior and I was like, I know what they did to create this community um, because of Strange. Um, and so definitely because of her, I was like, I want to do theater education. Um, and then- Work. My fiance also teaches theater. So he was a year ahead of me. And so that's what kind of sparked the, oh, theater education is a thing. Once he went, I was like, wait, I could see myself doing that too. And so mm -hmm. looking at it, there wasn't many programs for theater education. Um, so then I followed his footsteps to go to UNC based off his experience of our one year long distance of what his classes were like and what he was learning. And then I was like, wait, I could take education and theater, combine it and do that, run after school programs direct. I could choreograph because I grew up doing dance. Um, so that's kind of what led me to theater education and running my own program. Um, and then in addition, I was like, I want to do I want to do theater with adults too. Um, and so that's what led me to Front Range. I don't know if you've heard of them, um, but I love them. <laughs> um, and so um, being able to work with them, it's been amazing. And um, I met y'all through college too. Um, a very, very drunk time, but I met you. <laughs> bear, 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 bear. <laughs> so we met, you were drunk, but it's okay. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So yeah so like I every aspect of my life is 
theater and theater education, which sometimes I'm like, is this a problem? <laughs> yeah, it is. It yeah, is, but it's fine. But for now, I like it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what led me to everything that I do. I think that's just like part of being a theater person is like your life is so ingrained like in in that and in everyone else who's a part of that in your life that it's it's really hard to like feel like you have other people or other communities outside of that space because everyone at the end of the day ends up knowing each other like it's just I think the the nature of the beast so to say I've stopped being shocked when I meet someone else in the industry and they're like I know this person this person I'm like yeah yep that That makes sense that checks of course you do (laughs) of course we basically know who each other um I have a follow-up question do you enjoy grading now as much as you once did yes (laughs) is that weird yeah for me I can't stand it I hate it (laughs) No, like I love it. And it makes me think like one day, like would I like teaching elementary school? Would I like Mm. teaching a subject? Like I truly like really just like everything about being a teacher. It's really weird. That's awesome. I'm obsessed with Remind me I said that on my shittiest days. (laughs) I will. I'm going to say it. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So you've only been teaching for two years. Yeah. I'm sure it's felt like 20. Um, But because I get it. Um, What have you enjoyed actually doing the thing right we fantasize this for so many years throughout mm-hmm. college and whatnot and then we're in a classroom what and let's focus on the good right now like what have you enjoyed yeah um I it's really the students that I have enjoyed the most um COVID just messed up my college experience so I had no in-person experience like observations I had nothing other than student teaching where I wore a mask the whole time and so for me it is just still like building the relationships with students has still been the highlight and like them caring about my life and me caring about theirs I just think having that for me as a student was so important to me so be able to Mm -hmm. give that to somebody else um Mm -hmm. is kind of like giving back to them because I I looked up to so many teachers and so being that for them has to be one of my favorite parts now what do you hate (laughs) Uh, what what it surprises you that like annoys you or or surprising or it's been really difficult yeah yeah like why is this the hard part Um, I would say currently like discipline is challenging. Um, Mm -hmm. I just have classes where it is absolute chaos. That being said, all my classes are absolute chaos. Oh yeah. That's being a theater educator. (laughs) Um, so then there's just those classes that are just like extremely chaotic and there's just Mm -hmm. students that want to be there. Don't take it seriously. Know that their grade doesn't matter, puts in minimal effort. And so it's like, I feel like I'm getting advice from so many people of like, what to do in those situations but then there's no follow-through after that Mm. so behavior is one and then two is just like my time being wasted through things that don't benefit me oh speak speak it into existence (laughs) like Um, i'm like why am i here sometimes yeah i think theater education is such a wild batty world one because we're usually the only person that teaches it in our building Mm -hmm. And two, everyone else thinks it's just like the same in terms of like their content. So you have like a science teacher that's like, oh, your class is chaotic. You should make it so that it's strict assigned seats and 
that they have to raise their hand to get up and things like that. And I'm like, that doesn't I, work. I, my class can't Ooh. function that way. It has yeah. to be chaotic. And so yeah. it's such a fine line and it's so difficult in your school talking with other educators about discipline. Cause you're like, look, I want to discipline, but also this is an elective and it has to be fun and it should be fun. Right. And so I'm not going to be the hard ass teacher that is teaching math because the kid has to be in that class. Right. You also have to maintain your program. And and what a lot of people I don't think understand, and I'm learning more at the high school level, but the middle school level is just the same, is us teaching our classes every day, not only as an audition for our students, but it's recruitment for us. We have to continually recruit for our after school program, for new classes, for the same classes. It's all recruitment. And that's really difficult when it comes to behaviors, because those kids that are in there that don't want to be there, I'm like, listen, I would love to kick you out right now. And also, I can't just do that anytime the going gets tough. So I hear you and I validate yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I had a lot of students that wanted Mr. Etherton and were very disappointed <laughs> when I was not Mr. Etherton. So I fight that battle a little regularly too, um, of just like not being that, but it's okay. Well, Which and thank God you're not because that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> context sure. for the listeners, Red <laughs> recently took over um my position that I left um and so that's why but as a pro we do get to rely on each other because I feel like I am falling into the same I fall into the same platform where people are like well this is how the former teacher did it and I'm like that's awesome and guess what she's not here so so Sorry, I girly. went so I went when I went to my school they didn't like the lady who was there before me, <laughs> that was me last year so I didn't have to fight that battle, but like, what has that been like for the two of you? And like, what have you found that, you know, kind of understanding that maybe like disappointment, uh, I don't know how else to phrase that, but also being like, you know, you, you also have to give me an equal shot. What is, what has that been like for the two of you? Um, for my after school program, it's all students that, like want to be there. And so for them, it's like, these are the things that we did last year that we really liked and we want to keep. So like, there are things like that, like the lip sync, lip sync battle and like a party in between the two shows and leading energy circle. Like, I understand that those are things that they've all loved to do. The ones that are challenging for me is the ones that like have an expectation of like what the class is going to be because mm -hmm. of what it was previously. And when it comes to curriculum and activities, um, it's just kind of an understanding of like, this is the way we're doing it now. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And like, they get used to it. It's just, I think a processing for them of like expecting one thing and it not being that. I mean, everybody has that process. I mean, if I was in their shoes, I'd feel the same thing. Um, but just that conversation of like, hey, I'm here to ho hopefully make class fun as well. I'd love your input. So trying to get from them what they liked, kind of the same thing with my after school program. They just know how to communicate a little bit better mm -hmm. about it. Um, where in my class, I feel like the communication piece is a little bit harder for them. Well, and let me call myself out because I'm seeing it the same way is you have to realize that like at the middle school level and also at the high school level, this was a teacher at their last year. Like, right. so there's a, there's an expectation in, I can definitely take blame in the sense of towards the end of the year. I was very much like, 
I was letting certain things fly and letting certain things go because I was so exhausted. I was so burnt out from being in the middle school situation. I was so looking forward to my new position, right? And so kids don't understand that like, I let stuff go because I was at the tail end and you walking in fully motivated is like, okay, no, some of the stuff that you shouldn't have ever gotten away <laughs> with. And I know Mr. Etherton let you get away with it. Like yeah. that was not the standard that has always been there. And I'm seeing the mm-hmm. same thing where they're like, well, why don't we do it this way? And I'm like, because like now I'm thinking about it more thoughtfully versus my predecessor who had done a great job also was tired and exhausted and probably let things go. So you have to fight some of the things where you're like, yeah, this was easier for you. And guess what? I'm holding you to the same standard while it's also fun. That's not fair. Versus anything Kira did, whether it was standards or not, I'm sure they were like, this is way better. What was your predecessor? Let's read your predecessor. Um, What were some of the things the students were saying that just was different? They just said that she was really mean. That was like Mm. the biggest piece of feedback I got. But like, also, I I don't know if that was, you know, them just her being a little bit maybe more strict in in how she like ran things. Um, Because there are theater educators that have a lot more structured environment than like, I'd say the three of us do. But like, I'm the type of person that thrives in the chaos. Granted, you know when things are a little bit more chaotic than they should be as someone who like lives and thrives in the chaos. But also they, I think, you know, we're used to things being like this specific way, you know, kind of my way or the highway type mentality. Um, And I'm definitely not that. So I think that that's kind of where I was getting, you know, the most feedback from was like, oh, Miss Sweeney's so kind and understanding and our other teacher was maybe not that as much. So, yeah. But also classroom management as a young teacher is rough because we are so desperate and especially in theater when you're so like, hey, I want you to be vulnerable. And that comes from me being really positive and creating a good relationship. Mm -hmm. We sometimes forego that and it's like, oh, they're walking all over me. And then you have to click that reset, right? Have you felt that? I'm also figuring out what classroom management looks like in a theater classroom. Because I walk in and observe, I observe a language arts classroom where there's 15 students in there. Mine are like 40, pushing 45. And I'm just kind of like, this is like not even possible in my room. So it's Mm -hmm. figuring out what works. And so I recently was, you know, scrolling on Instagram as Red does. And it was later at night. I was literally trying to fall asleep. And I found this random fourth grade influencer teachers, like, like call and response that she does with her students but instead it was like a rhythm pattern that they do and so I've when I introduced it to my students they were like oh I learned this in Girl Scouts or oh I learned this and whatever but I found that making my students be loud and obnoxious helped them like suddenly re- like it fits with the classroom I'm not like if you can hear me clap once which works for some people but I'm just like this does not feel like me and so I was yeah. struggling with finding something that was like specifically mine and so I found mm-hmm. this like rhythm thing that they literally like either like hit on their lap or the table and they have so much fun doing it and they're like oh we're gonna do it now we're gonna do it and then they like actually are like working together to figure it out and they enjoy doing it so once I figured that out I feel like my classroom environment changed but I also felt like I had more control and I was like happy with how I was getting their attention rather than like this is the cringiest shit I've ever done (laughs) <laughs> that's great. That I mean, that's really cool to hear. I've gotten feedback of being like, you need a louder attention getter because your classroom mm-hmm. is already so loud. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, when I heard you do it for the first time at your rehearsal, I was like, oh my God, I've literally known this for like forever. I love this. This is so What cool. is it? Will you do it? Yeah. yeah. So I say, hey, ready? So they put their hands like this over their lap. And then I say, give me one. And you go down, up, down. And then give me two is down, down, up, down. Give me three, down, down, up, down, 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 up, down, 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 up, down. And then there's a break it down one that is like very complicated, but that's like my basic one. And then I have one class that can do break it down so well. And so I always tell them like, you're my favorite class, great job. But it's just like gets them really loud. And then they like look around and they wait for my approval with like a, hey, that was kind of good. And then I give them the next directions, but they just, they, I start class that day and it's just like them pound it. it I don't know why they like it so much, but it works for the room. So, okay, teacher. I might have to steal that. Yeah. I might have to try it. And it takes like 15 minutes. So, if you need like 15 minutes to kill, teaching it takes a little bit. You like stop yeah. for a second. You're like, okay, figure it out with the people around you. And you go around and like, you got it. And they're like, okay, let's see. And you do it in small groups walking around. So, I did that with my advisement class because I have an advisement class. Mm -hmm. So, it's it's really cool. I, all my classes know it. So now it's like a cool thing to just like, and then the best part I taught it. And then I was like walking to get water during lunch. And I heard them practicing it in the commons at lunch. And I was like, that's so it. cute. That's that. awesome. So I think they really like it and it works for my room. So it's the win. Um, Red, it has come to my attention that you mentioned the word fiance and you oh. said that your fiance also teaches theater. Yep. What is that dynamic like where you are in the same industry? How, break that down for us. Um, it is so cool, but at the same time, so challenging. Um, mm -hmm. it is so cool because he understands it every aspect of my day and what it is like teaching theater and the BS that we do just to have to do it, even though it doesn't make sense to us, um, our after school program and he runs the same thing. Um, challenging. Um, we have a puppy, so we are very busy mm -hmm. all the time. Um, our tech weeks this, this upcoming week fall at the exact same time. He's done at like seven 30. Um, I will see his show on Thursday after my tech. Cause I don't have a Thursday show. He will see my matinee because he doesn't have a matinee show and it somehow worked out like that it's challenging because we only talk about that and sometimes we have to say okay we cannot talk about our mm. jobs or this any longer and that's where it's hard because we bounce ideas off of each other we're always thinking about it and so it is it it has more honestly a little bit more challenges sometimes than um pros but I do love that he understands everything I couldn't imagine Absolutely. having a partner that that doesn't get it at all and having to like teach them how it works and so that's really nice um and our fall breaks lined up so we're so excited we're going to New York together for Hello. our fall break so we got tickets for four shows so I'm just glad that I get to experience that with him and I don't have mm -hmm. to like talk him to things like that yes. like that is something that we're we're so excited to do um so yeah that's what it's like it is crazy we listen to show tunes all the time so it could be a lot worse <laughs> well and it sounds like you guys have like great communication and boundaries um yeah. to make sure that like like you said if every single aspect of your life your relationship like at your your career like 
everything is centered on this one thing. Um, I, I think it's, that's really awesome, but also, yeah, I can totally get it where you're like, all I've been doing today is talking about theater and worrying about theater and like, you know, being able to say, Hey, can we like take a step back and like, not, you know, draw the line, create that boundary of like, we need to like take, take some time away from this for, you know, our sanity, for our relationship, for whatever that's, I think that's that's really cool. And that's something that we work on all the time is like just kind of re reminding ourselves what these boundaries and communication is like, um, yeah. it just goes away after a while, like deep into a show, like it mm-hmm. we just have to remind ourselves, like it, it's, that is not entirely our identity. And we have life outside of that. Even though mm-hmm. It feels like we're drowning in it. Um, yep. trying to find those times of like doing something different, talking about something different. Do you guys ever have to have to like do the you're taking too much of your job home type thing? Yes, absolutely. It is constantly yeah. it is constantly like a okay, let's let's retry this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's back up a little bit. Let's pause this. Um, but yeah, it's just it's constantly working on it. And I think that's that's what makes our relationship thrive is making sure that we are constantly working on it. Um, and then it, we don't just leave it how it is like it's always it's always changeable so that's awesome okay work um I also love the fact that understanding I've had to explain to my fiance about like okay so this during tech week this is where (laughs) my brain is at and so when I come home and I give you a one-word response it is or you even ask the question of like how was your day I'm like that was my 600th question like oh imagine that yeah you coming home so that's what it's like sometimes and having to like take a step back going and we just like don't have time to communicate throughout the day so it's like I have when he gets home it's like sometimes I have no idea what his day was like and so definitely like communicating like quickly how our day was but letting that not like take over our entire night right and being like we're gonna sit in silence sometime like because we absolutely just need a second Well, and both of you are working on your masters at the same time. Like that has got to be like, yeah, there's, there's so much at play there, but yeah, that's awesome that you guys are like so committed to, you know, making it work into, to constantly being better for one another. I think that's great. So obviously you mentioned that like you kind of followed Ben to school, but ultimately what brought you to Colorado and then what made you guys stay? Mm. Yeah. Um, so we are both like cold weather, snow, winter, fall people. Um, and so California has never been our scene, but that is where we met. We met doing a um, community production of The Little Mermaid Junior. Um, I played Flotsam. It was iconic. That was where I peaked at the age of, 30, <laughs> at the age of 16. Mm. Um, I literally had this makeup. I'll send you so you can put it. Yes. But it literally looked like Picasso got to my face. Like there was a line down the side of my face that was black. And then it was like green on one side and like pink or purple on the other. It was awful. And he (laughs) And that's what he fell in love with you. And he had like these "Mm." old age makeup because he played Grimsby because he didn't nice. So he like turned his little thing into a to a like a spoken word is absolutely yeah. Um, so we just did not love California and we were Mm. excited to explore somewhere else. Um, and so we, we are actually thinking we really like Castle Rock, which we kind of want to put a permanent home in Castle Rock is what we've kind of been 
thinking of. But you know, money teachers don't get paid much, so I don't know where that's when that's gonna happen. (laughs) Um, But we really love it here, and his parents moved here. Um, I can see my parents moving out here eventually. They're here all the time. Um, So like missing family, I miss them, but it's never really like I go long stretches of time without seeing them. Um, So we just like our little life that we've created here and I like a place to like go home to visit um so yeah that's kind of what keeps us here is honestly the weather as weird as that is we just love it here I love it I love it right before you came on we were talking about fall and how we were really over like the summer heat to go into fall still 85 degrees you you are so right I agree with you (laughs) (laughs) it's ridiculous Favorite fall like activity. Yeah, what's your favorite fall activity? Um, honestly, sitting on the couch with our fireplace that I haven't been able to use yet, reading a book mm. with Oof. a tea. Yeah. That is so fall. I love yeah, it. That is fall aesthetic <laughs> as hell. I love I it. Also, we're getting our engagement photo shoot. We're having our engagement photo shoot, and we asked her like fall like leaves mountains and so we're going to someplace in Colorado Springs that I'm really excited about but apparently it's supposed to be like super folly so I we just love we love the leaves changing and I'm obsessed so good yeah I live um okay so besides one drunken night in college which keep in mind I was a senior towards the tail end we have a, a pattern here. We have a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> it was time for me to be done. So I was burnt out and ready to go. Listen, yes. I follow the script. And I was this little baby freshman meeting these people. <laughs> Being like, these are the ones At that are the about gr- to start teaching theater. Oh, At the Greeley Old Chicago. Granted. <sighs> like peak of luxury, let me tell you. Guys, tell me why <laughs> Old Chicago was the best. You ever had an Italian nacho? That shit. Oh, those was are so bussin'. good. They're so good. So um, good. so so we met then, and then yeah. fast forward a couple years later. Mm-hmm. Um uh Kieran coming out of I's, pandemic. Yeah, Kieran I's um summer company front range posted something for college interns. And you applied. Now, there was no Nepo when you originally applied. However, I remember talking with at least Kira and I was like, "Mm, she's a UNC girly. So like, she's got to be doing something right. Um, And in your interview, you were so well-spoken, so great, so amazing. Um, And then you started working with us as an intern that year. And now that has turned into you being hired and working with us during Front Range, Obviously, the uh, school you work at is my former school as an educator, Kira's former school as a student, like we're (laughs) in the same community. So you've been thrusted into um, our world. And now in addition to your fiance, um, you have some close friends that are also in the same industry as you. What is that like? having us in your world. This sounds so nepotistic and narcissistic. Wow. Like, what is it like up. having us in your life? <laughs> but what what has that looked like in terms of your professional life and in terms of theater education, um, kind oh. of being thrusted into this world? Yeah, I mean, it's 
to put it short, it is amazing. It is to know that I have people that know exactly what I'm going through. Um, and it's just to be able to ask for advice, to ask for content, to ask, like, I literally did it already multiple times with Kira this week. Like, so just being able to like, know that I have people in my corner that are not far away, um, is, is so nice. Um, and so I've, definitely loved learning from like I learned from you every single day whether you know it or not just like watching you choreograph or direct um and the way you handle situations yeah. with like different people like it I'm always learning and taking stuff away from you guys um so it is truly just a blessing to have you in my life oh, thank you um, the, the feeling, feeling goes, is more than me yeah, yeah like it, it goes I so both ways learn. Like um, even five seconds ago, you were talking about your like yeah. attention getter. I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Like, I said, damn it. Wow. I love this. Um, what? I, so you, you mentioned, sorry, I, um, backtracking a tiny bit to like go forward. Um, you mentioned that like all of your like student teaching, um, observation experiences were unfortunately taken from you because of the pandemic. So when you applied to our internship program that, uh, what summer 21, right. Yeah. What were you like, what were you looking for or hoping to get out of that experience? Was it that like observational type environment? Was it, you know, just kind of figuring out where you could get more experience in that area? Um, what was that like, or what were you looking for? Yeah. Um, it was a little bit of everything. I looked first at like the people that were running it. And so I saw Laura Lee. And so mm -hmm. looking up her, I was like, this lady could potentially get me a job. And so looking mm -hmm. at that, I was, I was 20 at the time. And so I mm -hmm. was like, I need to like secure a job. And that was something I was really scared about. Cause at the time I had a lot of people in my graduating class that I knew were all going to be looking for a job at the same right. time. I saw the two of you and knowing that the two of you were successfully teaching, I was like, I can definitely learn from them and they could potentially help me get a job. And so at that point it was like surviving was my goal there. I was yeah. like, I feel like I have nothing. Real talk. And COVID made me like not everything was even more unsure than usual. Um, and so being able to be put in the theater environment where that had been gone before, um, and it also brought theater back into my life and it was gone for a really long time. Um, so being able to start that again was something I was really looking forward to. Um, and I was excited just to be a part of a show, whether that was. Um, I'd just like it to be known for our viewers that Kira just logged off. Bye girl. Said, Bye. Um, so I just also the show it. you were a part of was fame, which to, I think to Kira and to me and to everyone, it was like, a, a, a we all fell in love with it. Dude. I love fame. And now did you know the show that, before. Did I see a show before? Like, no, like, did you know the show oh, fame before Nothing that? about it. And so now Ben and I talk about it all the time because he like, he has the population to do fame better. <laughs> Yeah, he has the diversity, that's for sure. Yeah. And but like it's so good. So it's good. such a good show. And I think during that time, and Kira, whenever she jumps back on this call, um can attest to it, is we just like you were saying, you wanted theater back in your life. And we're so lucky that we were all together at a time when we were teaching kids that also wanted theater to be back in their life. Um, and so everyone was just enjoying the process. Everyone was enjoying it. 
Um, it was so funny that it was fame, something that none of us knew, but it was really about like kid. It was about high school kids that wanted to be performers. And you were watching these high school kids who had not performed in two years being performed. Like it was so meta and so beautiful and so fun. Right. Um, and so silly. Like there are times where I'm like, ah, oh, take me back to that time because it was just like, there were no cares in the world about not getting the show afoot because everyone was so invested in making it happen. It was awesome. Uh, and the music shocked me. I, I love it. Yeah, the music is like, so good. So good. Was I the only one who got kicked yeah, out? You were the only one that loved. We kept going. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. It was we like, didn't need it you sounded, <laughs> It sounded so good. And then I was like, oh God, I don't know if anybody else got like ejected, but I literally got <laughs> yeeted out of there. Did it just oh, shoot you out? It just said bye. Red froze, and like I heard her talking, and then you froze, and I still heard talking, and then it like stopped, and then I got kicked out. It went. <laughs> you said, "Oh, okay." Um, before uh our break, um, we were talking about fame and how it was so amazing for Red to be a part of that process, um, because it just like she had said that it was bringing um performance and theater back after a couple of years of not I said every mm -hmm. single person working on that show felt the exact felt same that. way and how sometimes I'm like oh take me back to that time because there were no like bad vibes it was only good vibes only it was so fun there was, there was no expectation I mean there right. was but also like we were like we're gonna make this happen however we can and it might not be the exact way that we know shows to function before, but we're going to do our best to get to that level or to continue to um, perform or or create that that same type of um, environment. And I think we more than did that. But was it exactly the same as it had been before? Absolutely not. I think everyone learned so much from each other. I learned a lot from the students. I remember, yeah, that was just a really, yeah. I think, special year. And that camp was also like a one day at a time too. I remember like, yeah. honestly, at any moment, this show could stop. Like we were wearing masks until it was like close to performance, but it was mm -hmm. also just like this, like, we're trying something, this may not work. Yeah, Let's that's so true. So it was kind of just like a grateful for every day that we had kind of situation. Wow, beautifully put. Um, so then you got hired with us and then we were co-workers and I would say, uh, at least on my end that we are friends now, yeah. um, which is really fun. <laughs> um, so my big, our, our big kind of like summative question of this whole episode is from your perspective, um, because I guess I should break it down into smaller questions because, um, we were talking about how we're all early in our career, right? I'm going into my fifth year. Kira's in her fourth year. You're in your second year. We're all, this is a big learning curve every single year. Um, but in the grand scheme of education, we're all kind of lumped into the new teacher um, kind of category. Um, and we all have t mentor teachers that have done double digits or more in the game. Um, however... Kira and I have talked about it and I'd love to get your perspective of 
sometimes saying, hey, I have this question and going to the mentor teacher that has been viewed as like this wonderful teacher. You're like, they're going to look at me and be like, are you serious? You don't know the answer to that. You are so stupid. You should quit teaching. You should just like leave immediately. That's really hard. And so I like having y'all because I'm like, is this a dumb question? And there's a lot of validation there. Have you noticed how we can have conversations versus like when you reach out to a mentor teacher, like I know you're um, really close still with Miss Kionis um, and I'm sure there's a, a plethora of other teachers, but what is it like having us versus having mentor teachers? Yeah, I feel like I can be more real with y'all compared to my mentor teachers. I feel mm -hmm. like I have to like ask it a specific way. And with you, I feel like I don't even have to give full context and you already know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, and we've talked about before, like I have been, I have been so criticized based off my age and how little experience yeah. I have in the classroom um, from my previous principal and so just being able to get advice from you immediately just like reassures me so much faster than I think anybody else can um but I also just trust trust the both of you a lot a lot more than I think I trust anybody else just because I've gotten to know you as both educators um and friends and so I think that for me is the biggest biggest thing I'm thankful for is that I always have you guys in my corner Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, likewise, it's a big deal. What you were mentioning is the idea of people not taking us. Kira brought this up at the beginning of the episode of like, we're new to public school teaching, but we are not new in the game of our counter. You know, there are some educators in our areas that are our age and have only taught two school years. And that's all that they have taught. And that's all the professional development and experience and all of that. And like, let's gas ourselves up. We work year round doing theater education. We're constantly exploring professional development opportunities to grow. And we are high key badasses. Um, and so it's hard in a public school system sometimes um, where leadership or other teachers don't see it as that. And so I agree with you. It is nice to be like, we're kind of a big deal, right? And then for you two to affirm that, I'm like, okay, great. And then I can walk in the next day to school and be like, actually, I'm a big deal because my friend said I was a big deal. Exactly. But it's a big deal. I mean, it it means a lot. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. game changing. It's kind of all you need sometimes. Well, but like not, not to understand. Well, yeah. And not to discredit the people that don't have the level of experience that we no. have, like everyone's on their own journey. We're just overachievers and want yes. to like do this as much as we can grow as much as we can challenge ourselves as much as we can. Like we're anomalies in the field, I would Holy. say. Um, some people are totally cool to do their two shows at their school and say, cool, I did my obligation. I'm done. I'm checking out. Um, but we very much all don't operate that way. But also to your point, it's great to feel like we're awesome and amazing sometimes, but also to be like, I did a shitty thing and I just need to talk about that. I'm not perfect. Yeah. I have flaws yeah. and to have that space too as well when you when you're like I I fucked up or yep. I you know I didn't handle this the best way and to have that those people that are going to unconditionally understand and support you through that um is also super like super important and I I can on honestly say I think that's more valuable 
to me than any of the other like aspects of everything. Cause like, it's great to have those people that pump you up, but like when you're feeling down to have that, that either, like, I understand, and I'm just going to support you that way I can, or I'm going to do what I can to bring you up and to say like, Hey, I've made mistakes too. And, you know, let's navigate this together. I know that that's um, been, been really awesome. So well, and sometimes all. a mentor, sometimes a mentor, you don't want to have that conversation because you, you respect their opinion of you so much that you're like, mm -hmm. you know, not that you couldn't with we all of us and all of our mentors, I feel like we absolutely could, but it is nice to, though I look up to both of you so much. And I, I realize that there's not a level of like, uh, uh, distance where I can't be like, Hey, I fucked up on this. Um, and I know you guys have too. And that's what makes us all really, uh, like, it makes this really beneficial us talking about it. And that's, that that's, I think stems beyond theater and just in terms of education and in terms of mm -hmm. friendship. Um, but then you add the level of public school education, you add the level of theater education where we don't have the opportunity to have these conversations day to day with someone who fully understands it. Um, these, these relationships are really important. I mean, I think you need mentors just as much as you need friend tours. Like you, you have to have both. Like you need. Oh my god! <laughs> you need that person who like is kind of on a pedestal for you, where you're like, this person is amazing and could do no wrong. I admire them so much, yeah. and you like ha yeah. kind of have that person who's this like mystical being in your life. They're just a person too, but like to to have that person that you kind of like look up to at that next level, but then have people who are, I would say, we're all kind of on the same level. Yeah. And, and that's what makes it so easy to talk to one another where we're, we're equals. We are all, you know, learning and growing alongside each other. Um, so I think that that's, uh, I think there's space for both and you need both. Yeah. I agree. Um, we have one final question for you. That's really packed and loaded. Oh God. Dream shows to either be in or direct. Um, Okay. That's hard. I know um, it's the first one that popped into my mind just to redo this memory. We've talked about it before with Mr. Parrish is if then, if then yeah. I saw it at the Pantages theater in LA when I was probably maybe too young to, I should have probably seen it because one of the mm. songs is called what the fuck. And it's yeah. so funny. Um, so I would love to direct that show. I think the concept of it is so cool of like following two different lives played by the same actress. And I'm, it's just crazy how I followed everything. Um, so to be able to like, that would be a challenge for me as a director that I would love to do. Um, and then another that I would love to be in or direct is Come From Away. Come yes. From Away, I think, is one of the coolest freaking shows ever. And Ben also would love to direct it or be in it. But it's just so cool the way they use like body percussion and the choreography is simple mm. but clean and transitions are smooth. And again, you have this ensemble cast that's playing multiple characters, but you see these different storylines. It represents so many different people, but with such a small cast and you everyone relates to it in a specific way the way they use their chair it's just so cool yeah. I I could go on forever about that show but I've seen that one twice live and it is breathtaking so come from away and if that 
Those are I both more that. like adult oriented with yeah. students. Do you have like one that you're like, this is one that I, I would like to, to, to be able to do at a school? Yeah, Suzical has been a dream of mine since I could remember I was in fifth grade when I got cast as a Sour Kangaroo. And that was when I was like, okay, voice lessons are a next step for me. I do want to pursue theater throughout yep. middle school and high school. So that was the show where I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so to be able to give maybe someone else that opportunity is so cool. So I'm so excited to do Suzical. <laughs> That's all. You are so amazing. First off, thank you so much for coming on to the pod. You are so well spoken. And I know that I've like had conversations with you forever, but the way that you outlined some of these things, I'm like, oh my goodness, so well said. Really? Like, I think my thoughts are so all over the place. <laughs> oh, and you think the two of us are grounded? You're you right. Think you're our right. thoughts are grounded. Um, anything else that you want to say before we, yeah, final, final thoughts, final thoughts. For the theater thoughts out there. Um, like we have a lot of other educators that listen. We have a lot of students that listen. We have a lot of like family members of theater people. So like as someone who's, you know, kind of lived and breathed this as long as they can remember. Yeah. What, like what advice or thoughts or things you want to share with, with all the people out there? Um, I first want to shout out my theater teacher in high school, Strange. Um, she she challenged me and pushed me and made me the person I am today. So love you, Strange. Um, and then another one that I'd have to think of is um, to students, just like keep being open-minded and try new things. Like that's, that's all we ask as teachers is that you're just willing to try and give it your best effort. Um, and so that's what I try to bring to the table every day is just my best efforts. That's all I ask from students. Um, and to be kind to your teachers. <laughs> they yeah. are there for you every single day, um, no matter what's going on in their personal life. Um, mm -hmm. They just try to put on a brave face for you and be there for you. Um, so just be a kind human. I love it. Love that. Red, I love you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we love you, Miss Red. Here. We love you, Miss Red. <laughs> well, thank you um, so much for having me. Yeah. Do you want to stick around as we close this bitch out? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, if you like <laughs> listening to Miss Wed and you are interested in hearing any other theater thoughts, make sure that you um, follow our theater Instagram, uh, Theater Thoughts Podcast Instagram. You can follow us at theater podcast t-h-e-a-t-r-e -E. the thing not the place um make sure that you follow like and subscribe to wherever you are listening to this podcast make sure to give us a good review it only helps us stay alive like tinkerbell um is five star <laughs> reviews that's the only thing that does it this podcast <laughs> will crumble without it um uh, and we are uh we want to give one more shout out thank you to red weiss for being here um, and we are so excited for you to be back for another collaborative. Ooh, that was a good word. Thank you. Um, encouraging. Silly. Do you have one read? Chaotic. <laughs> Episode of Theater Thoughts. Come on, get yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Trip, trip, we gon' get it chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. When I say go, you don't stop, 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 stop. You belong in the life, I ain't spot, I ain't right from the top.
Till the pipe.